Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about awakening. We talk about stepping into your fullness. We talk about Shakti. We talk about Shiva. We talk about tantric practices, shamanic practices, archetypal embodiment, and a whole lot of other things. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding. This episode, again, was recorded live in our Facebook group. If you haven't found our Facebook group, you are very, very welcome to join. If you just do a search for Rewilding for Women on Facebook, you'll see us. Um, and then request to join, we'll get you in. You can be live on these recordings, on these podcast recordings in our group weekly. So right now, at this point, we're doing them every Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. So if you're free next week, I would love to be with you live. I don't know what the topic is yet, but it will be announced and definitely put into our Facebook group. Let's talk about today, though. So this episode is big. It feels more like a workshop than it feels like a podcast or a conversation. So we've got a retreat coming up this weekend. What happens to me, and I wrote about this in the newsletter, so if you're a subscriber, you will already know this. Um, If you're not a subscriber, rewildingforwomen.com, become a subscriber. You get insights and tips and all kinds of really cool things. But I wrote about this this morning, that the Days leading up to retreat start to hit me in a really big way, energetically. Um, Obviously, I'm holding big space, right? We're about to bring in some really potent archetypal energies. We're about to open the door to Shakti. So the, the divine feminine in her glorious way starts to pour through my system. And all of the faces kind of open up. And it's a wild time. Uh, It's a very creative time. It's an almost insane time. So it's kind of hard to keep my feet on the ground. And I don't think I've ever done a podcast in this energy before. So I don't think I've ever done a podcast this close to a retreat before, which is interesting. So it definitely morphed into more of a space holding invocation initiation into transmission uh opening the door to type of a space than a conversation which is kind of our typical podcast so i really invite you to go for it in this episode really invite you to almost use this as an online workshop to set a good time to listen to this good time would be a time when you're relaxed, when you're not distracted, when you're not driving a car or all of the other things above. Um, It can be very profound if you allow that space for it to be. Can bring up big emotions, can bring up big reactions, can bring up really big insights. My aim is to give you a space to feel into which face of the feminine is calling to you or which faces are calling to you. Um, And just to allow you to feel each of those different parts of the divine feminine. Okay, that's enough of me talking. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I want to hold big space for us. I want to give you some tangibleness to the faces of the feminine. I want to give you the experience of what it is like to open to Shakti, what it is like to open to the different faces of the feminine, which is the mother, the lover, the medicine woman, the warrior, the dark goddess, and the mystic. Um, We used to call mystic priestess. Um, That word pisses me off. I love it. I have absolute reverence for it. Absolute. Um, I am in service to that. However, um, it's been so like, I don't know what we've done in our society, like priestess training and priestessy, blah, blah, blah. And to me, mystic is much more all encompassing of that face of the feminine. So priestess is a particular, to me, priestess is a particular expression of the mystic, of the feminine mystic. So we don't all have priestessy gifts. Yeah, we can all do that. We can all do everything. Um, but, but some of us will have other mystical gifts. So it will express differently through us. So we've changed that 
face, that name, just to kind of make it a little bit more all-encompassing, a little bit broader, and to kind of capture, at least to try to translate a little bit better into words what it is that we're experientially opening up to and exploring and awakening to. Um, okay, so I know that I've already kind of given uh, Mystic Mama, <laughs> love that Esther. So I know that I've kind of given a little bit of a brief introduction to what it is that we're going into. I would love to welcome all of the new women who are here live. So if this is your first live, woman, this is a good one to join because it's going to be experiential. It's going to be a lot of feeling, a lot of... Mm, offering a lot of space to allow insights to arise to not that not that all the podcasts don't hold that space but really I want us to be able to feel parts of self so this is about you this is about holding some space for you to feel into deep inner callings to feel into the feminine within the different faces where are they at are they open are they awakened are they knocking on the door are they wishing that you would creep the door open a little bit to start to allow that particular shakti or expression of life energy to start to come through. Um, so I see here a couple of first timers. Christy, hi, beautiful woman. Welcome. Um, who else is, who else is new? Um, <laughs> Leona, I'm vibrating, but that may be the coffee. <laughs> I love it. Um, B, big love from Germany. Hello, sister. Sending you some huge love back. Better late than never. Um, Christy, you have not missed a thing, woman. Awesome. All right. Um, I love that you're all welcoming all the first timers too. And so also in that, I want to say a huge, I see you, I love you, and I'm incredibly grateful to those of you who are here every week or those of you who make it here as much as you can. This is a co-created space, right? I wouldn't do this if you weren't here. Or if I was just simply recording podcasts by myself, it's different. It's different when I am in service to or opening space for, there is a different energetics that happen in my system. And you make that happen. So just want to say, I am so grateful that we get to do this, that you're here um, in circle from wherever the heck you're at. All right, let's dive into this. So I want to give us as much time to explore these six faces of the feminine. So if you've just chimed in and missed my um, soliloquy at the start, what we're talking about today, what we're experientially walking into are the six faces of the feminine. The topic or the title of today's live stream is the feminine rising or the rising feminine. And that can mean a whole lot of different things. What I would love to do in this episode and to do in this circle with you all live or listening later, wherever you're at, I would love to give you a space to feel into these different aspects of the divine feminine, these different aspects of the feminine rising. And in that space opening or that offering, it is an opportunity to start to know thyself on a deeper level. That's my whole aim here, right? That's the bigness of the spiritual path is know thyself. So that's what's on offer here. That's my intention is to infuse this space with the energetics of each of the five faces. So I'm going to work my ass off over here to get out of the way as much as I can and allow the energetics of each particular face to come through. So hopefully it's not just a mental thing. It's an entire being, entire energetic system thing. If you want to get the most out of this episode, out of this live stream, this podcast, whatever you're watching or listening to it, I would get grounded in self. 
I would also get into a place where you are energetically open because the more our bodies are open, the more our intuition is open, the more our deep wisdom is open, the more our feminine is open, the more our mystery start to open, the more that we start to know self on these other realms. So that's the thing. We're traversing the realms. We're going into other spaces outside of just this left brain, logical, mental realm, right? That everyday waking consciousness realm, this is an opportunity to traverse those realms. You don't need to know a damn thing about that. You just need to be open. So this is an invitation to do what you feel to do to open self. So it might even be simply holding an intention to have an open mind, to have an open body, to have an open energetic system. It might be to stand up breathe, move. So we're talking about Shakti. We're talking about feminine. What the hell is that? Let's, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. And as we do, I'm going to invite you to breathe her, to move her, to feel you. Those of you who have worked with me, I know that there are some of you women on here who've been in mystery school, who've been through two mystery schools with me, who've been on retreats, who've been in workshops, who are in inner circle, or who are doing Shakti practices, feminine practices outside of rewilding. For you, I am going to encourage you to fucking go for it in this episode, right? So for you to go into this as this is my practice today, I am going to use this as my practice. I am going to open as a workshop. I'm going to open as I would on retreat. I am going to open as I would when I'm making tantric love to my lover or whatever your practices are. I'm going to invite you. I'm going to invite you to go for it, to feel, to open, not just for self. So I also know some of you that that path has flipped. There's a part where a lot of us will get to the more that you're on this path. It suddenly isn't just about purification, opening and awakening of self. It's suddenly I am now in service to, right? And so it's this flip and we all have to go through it because we don't get to be in service to until we've hit a certain level of purity, uh, the ability to open, the ability to allow the energy to run through us. So for those of you who are in that service space or feel, you may not even consciously know, like when did that, it has that flipped for me? You don't need to know that. You'll feel a calling. You'll feel it like, oh, I'm going to hold some big space for every woman on this podcast, on this live stream. I am going to hold some big space for the planet. I'm going to hold some big space for everybody whose lives I touch. So you can do that or you can come into this going, I really need to be held. I really need to stand in some big Shakti, some big awakening energy, some big love. So Shakti is love. Shakti is life force. Shakti is the divinity that runs through your body. Doesn't that sound good and exciting? But don't get tripped up on those words. So it's it's a wisdom. We've all got Shakti. It's to what degree is she awake or is she open in us? That's it. That's all. That's that's the awakening path. It's simple. It's that simple. That is the path of the feminine rising. That is the path of the divinization of the body, of the feminine waking. Where is she at? How open is she? How purified has, has my body gotten, right? So how much am I allowing that energy to come through me? And how much am I aligning with that energy with regards to decisions I make in life? That's it. That's, that's all it is. Like that's the path to enlightenment. That's the path to divinization of the whole self. It's, it's, it's that easy. So this is an invitation for us all to really go for it, regardless of what level you're at. This might be your first time even hearing about divine feminine or hearing about Shakti. You might be thinking, oh my God, I have no, no clue what you're talking about, Sabrina. For you, breathe be open. The feminine is life force. The feminine is movement, is breath. It's this aliveness. So let your body move. Let your body feel. Let your body breathe. Whatever it is you're feeling, feel it deeper. Whatever it is that's moving through you, allow it to move even more. That's the feminine, right? It's constant. It's constant feeling. It's constant changing. It's constant. We're life force. We're all of it. So a great example that I like to say is the feminine is, is all of the weather patterns, 
right? Every single weather pattern is like all of the expressions of the feminine. One minute, it's a bright, sunny, beautiful sky, and the next minute, it's a fucking tsunami ready to take your life. That's the feminine. It's life force itself, and it's all of them. The thing about it is, most of us are not comfortable with the fullness of the feminine. Our society is not comfortable with the fullness of the feminine. You look at corporate, the fullness of the feminine is certainly not accepted in corporate, right? I don't get to go in there and be a priestess, medicine woman, shamanic, intuitive, healing mama when I walk into corporate. I don't, but here in our space, we get to do that. So that's what's on offer is here now, is us being together in this big space where we can open to the allness of the feminine. That's what's welcome in rewilding. That's what rewilding is. It is the acceptance, the invitation, the opening and the awakening to the fullness all of those aspects of the feminine, all of those aspects of you, not disregarding the masculine, we're not talking about the masculine today, but we hold the masculine in equal reverence and also in equal holding, equal honoring, so all the faces of the masculine are welcome too. But I wanna talk about feminine. Before I do that, I wanna scroll through some of these comments. So for those of you who might be listening later on and are not live, I want you to know how many women are here holding big space? How many women have said, I'm gonna step into that energy with you, Sabrina, or I'm gonna really go for it in myself because you going for it in yourself, even you not necessarily being conscious of being in service, you going for it for yourself changes the whole of everything. It changes our circle. It changes the people whose lives you touch. It changes the whole of everything. So this is an invitation to get real and to hold that intention that you're gonna go for it. All right, so here's a couple of these comments that I, I need to share because they're so fucking beautiful. Um, yes for all of us, yes, service to all. Heaps of hearts, yes, holding deeply, me too. Yes, standing in Shakti, holding loving space. By the way, Joan Norman, I can feel you, huge woman, and I'm so grateful. Allowing and aligning, great. Um, desperately feeling a need to be held, hell yeah, sister. I love that. Um, we got you. Hello, beauties. Just joined. Trying to bring the full feminine into those can be into those spaces can be so cringe-inducing and so important. That's part of what this is about. That's part of what this is about. Uh, we'll talk about that. Lover space. Uh, hi, sisters. We've got you. Equal holding. All right. Um, so. There's probably 30 comments. I don't even know. I, I, don't, I didn't read all of them, but there's probably 30 comments around women who've said, yeah, I'm in. Um, so know that you're not alone. I know so often we get on the other side of a screen or we get caught up in our own world and we feel like we're on this path alone. We're doing it alone. You're not. Um, there's a lot of women who are 100% in, or as in as they can be, given all of the other things that are going on in their lives. And even when we do have a lot of things going on in our lives, I do want to say this as a caveat, that you can still be 100% in. So don't think just because you've got a family or you've got children or you've got a big career that you're not 100% in. Shakti is all of life force. It's not just being a mystic or being a medicine woman all of the time. It's all of it. All right, so let's start to feel into these six faces. The first face that we're gonna feel into is the mother. Now, some of us think mother and we think we got it or we think we know it. But to me, there is always more to the mother. There is always more for us to open to with the mother. From a standpoint of when you start to feel into the fullness of mother being alive and awake in you. So now this is your opportunity to start to feel. And you're going to start to feel into what's calling. What's, what's your soul asking for? Which parts really resonate? Which parts can you not feel? Which parts bring up tears? Which parts bring up rage? Which parts have you anesthetized or repressed or shut off? Right? So this is an opportunity to just 
feel. I'm going to take us into all of these and I'm going to give you as much juice, one, to invite an awakening, invite an opening, also to invite the insights and to bring you some guidance as to where to possibly go next on your path. Who's calling? What's calling? Right? There are sometimes faces, not sometimes, often, there are faces and archetypes that are calling your name that you don't even know about. Right? So I might say, I don't know who. I might say Isis. Let's just say Isis and we start to work with that thread. She's she's part of the mystics. Isis is also part, she can be part of a couple of different faces, but you start to work with this particular thread of Shakti, this particular feminine energy who you've never heard of, you have no idea, and suddenly you go, oh my god, I've been waiting lifetimes for that. I hear that so often. Women saying, I've been waiting lifetimes for that. And the thing about it is we often don't even know what we've been waiting for or what's calling. And that's part of the beauty of this. So that's what's on offer. I'm not going to go into all 46 archetypes that we work with in rewilding in an hour. That's impossible. But I'm going to try in the next... 40 minutes to get us through the six faces, or maybe I'll try in 30 minutes. This is going to be a stretch. I don't know if I can do something like this, um, but I'm going to give, I'm going to give it my best. And I'm going to try to give us 10 minutes at the end for questions. So if you've got questions that arise, just hold off until the end. And then I'll open up space for that. Cause I can't scroll back through to read comments. Um, it's impossible, but I do invite all of you to share and share and share and share, be witnessed, be the witness, allow the comments to crack you open as well, because oftentimes a woman's comment can crack something or awaken something or bring an insight to something for you. All right, enough of this preparation, enough of this setup. Hopefully you're in good space. If not, keep breathing, big belly breathing, open up that body, switch off all of the other shit you've got going on, or come back to this later when you don't have stuff going on. All right, so back to the mother. The fact that there's always more to the mother. If you start to feel into mother as being this unconditional loving mother, that's the mother we're talking about. So these are divinized expressions of the feminine. What can happen when you start to work with the mother and you start to open to the mother is you start to heal inner child things. You start to heal mother-daughter wounding. You start to heal relationships to your own children. You start to release some of those old woundings and old traumas from your childhood old patterns oftentimes as well. So we've all absorbed psychically and uh, I want to say energetically and emotionally, we're just going to go with all of them and energetically and emotionally and also absorbing it from our family line as in our DNA, we've absorbed these deep ingrained patterns. When we start to work with mother and we start to work with unconditional loving mother, what starts to happen is these old patterns that don't resonate at this frequency of high vibratory mother, they start to let go. The patterns shift, they change. They change deep, deep within us. The actual cellular constructs of our beings change. Our nervous systems change. It changes at that level when you do big, deep, proper work with mother, right? It's not just talking on this mental realm. Remember, we're traversing the realms. So this is an invitation to work in the feminine mysteries. Part of working in the feminine mysteries is getting the out of this mental realm that we get stuck in. Most people live from here to here, throat to the top of your head, and that's it. That's all you're operating from. Most people have never tapped into what's possible when working with Shakti. This is miracle work. It's not miracle work. Really, it's not. 
It should be common everyday experiences. It seems like miracle work because it's been hidden for so long. It's gone underground for so long. And to the average everyday person, it looks like miraculous work because you just can't believe that something could heal that quickly or something could shift on those deep levels. That's part of the gift of the feminine. That's part of the gift of Shakti, is working on these places that the mind cannot get to, cannot get anywhere near, is part of the gift of Shakti. So when you start working with unconditional loving mother or the face of the mother, all of those things are on offer. The other thing that's on offer is starting to come into connection with Gaia with earth. So you start to live in a different way. You start to awaken all of those natural senses that we have as women, the natural senses as far as knowing when it's going to rain, knowing, um, um, knowing the rhythms, your body starts to come into sync with the moon, right? It is like, Mm, it is like a thousand more ways of perception open. So it is now I can feel and I can see and I know things so differently. And I don't know how I know them, but I know them, right? It's, it's the sixth sense opening, but way bigger like way bigger and that's part of the feminine so it's not just this we, we've toned down this intuition thing we've toned it down to make it safe again this is part of that like con trapping the feminine or repressing the feminine gifts is we've said mother's intuition and like that's okay but the woman who is an oracle, who is a seer, who is a visionary, who, right? Like, why is that not okay? So that's what starts to open. And part of that mother is the connection to the earth. So if you start to feel into like shamanic knowing. So a lot of it's very natural, very nature-based. All right, I could talk all day long about the mother. I could talk all day long about all of these spaces, um, but we're gonna move on. So, Maybe I'll wrap them up at the end. I was just thinking if I should do a wrap up on mother. Here, I'll do this really quick. Around mother, feel into these, feel into these few things. So this is an opportunity to feel if you're called to work with the mother, feel. There's a part of my inner child that's not healed yet. There's a part of my inner child that hasn't been seen. There's a small little me somewhere inside that's still hurting. Um, I've still got things from childhood that I'm holding on to. I'm still, my, my relationship with my mother is still not as good as it could be. Um, I'm scared about having children. I'm trying to have children, but I'm not able to have children. I'm not able to fall pregnant. I'm not saying that that's it, but this could be part of that. There's a fertility that comes with the mother, an abundance that comes with the mother. Um, it's understanding those rhythms of spring, summer, autumn, winter, spring, summer, autumn, winter. Um, I'm not feeling very connected to the earth. I'm not very grounded. I'm not feeling like I am in my own cyclical nature. I'm, I'm feeling out of, a little bit out of whack. Like I'm not really on my right, right cycle. I'm not really feeling aligned. Those are just a couple of things to help you to feel into mother. All right, let's shift gears. Who do we go into next? Let's go into warrior. I don't know why warrior, I feel warrior. I did an interview um, like three days ago, and the woman who I did the interview with, which I'll share with all of you at some point through our newsletter, we'll share the interview, and in our Facebook group, we'll share the interview, but um, she does this beautiful, she does a lot of work around the lover, and we started talking about the warrior, and it was such a beautiful conversation, so I'll probably talk a little bit from that space. To me, warrior is backbone. To me, warrior brings boundaries. To me, warrior brings strength. To me, warrior brings focus to what it is that we're wanting to manifest. So 
within the feminine, we can get really watery. And you can probably relate to this, like big emotions start to come in, or you might know some women, or there can be men who are also very much like this. And they're very flowy. They're so flowy, then they're watery and they're feeling everything and, and they get blasted by everything. And they, they want to do something like, I, want, I really want to start a blog, or I really want to start taking photographs, or I really want to do... And they never do it. Like, it never happens. It, they can't manifest a goddamn thing to save their lives. Part of that can also be masculine, but a big part of it can be developed by opening up to the warrior archetypes, by opening up to that Shakti, by opening up to that part of the feminine, that... that um, like benevolent ferociousness, um, benevolent warrior. So when you think about the divinity of the warrior, it's, it's a, I stand for truth and I'm going to defend my truth. A lot of things that come out with the warrior too is being able to speak your truth. So those of you with throat chakra stuff, a lot of times warrior stuff will start to help to defend your truth will start to help you to speak your truth or help you to be seen in the world. So sometimes it's, we are so shit scared of being seen in the world. Warrior oftentimes helps to pull us out of really deep, big fears, really deep, big fears about stepping into our gifts of the feminine, right? So you can kind of feel into this warrior woman, like, uh, Wonder Woman, great movie. I didn't even watch the second half, but I liked the part when they were all on the island. I thought that was cool. Um, and you can kind of feel into that. And if you've not seen it, just just watch that part of it. And you can sort of feel into this particular energy of the feminine. And what it's doing is it's protecting the mysteries of the feminine. It protects your gifts. It gives you the courage, the strength. It gives you the intelligence. It's also a very intelligent energy. So this is definitely works with the mind when you start doing warrior stuff. Um, it also helps us to translate. So warrior capabilities or capacities or gifts of working with the warrior is that she will help you to translate raw Shakti, right? She will help you to translate gut feels into what does that mean in the real world? What am I being asked to do? How can you guide me? right? There's this beautiful ability to translate things that are vibrating on a very different level to the mental realm that she can then bring it in so that we can bring it into the world. So warriors are beautiful for manifesting, beautiful for bringing things into the physical, right? Like let's make it manifest. Let's bring it into the world. And that's part of the feminine is I don't want to go off up here and meditate into the divine. I want to invite the divine in here. I want to invite that much love into my body, into my family, into my career, into this world. That's the feminine. That's what's on offer. And that's a big part of the warrior is to give us the strength to do that. Give us the backbone and the stamina to do that. There is a stamina that comes with that. Um, so that's warrior. I don't think I need to ask questions about warrior. I think you can probably feel enough into that one based on what we've just talked about. So let's go into, where do we want to go next? Let's go to medicine woman. Medicine woman. <laughs> when we start to talk about the gifts of the feminine, we start to talk about medicine woman. Medicine woman, can you hear how my energy has changed? Do you hear how my voice has changed? Starting to talk about medicine woman. So there's a groundedness to medicine woman. There's an ancient wisdom held in medicine woman. There is women's wisdom 
women's gifts, women's knowings, there is a sacredness that is held within the medicine woman. There is a deep honoring of woman that is held within the medicine woman. There is a deep reverence for all of life that is held within the medicine woman. There is a knowing how to heal the body held within the medicine woman. There is a knowing of midwifery that is held within the medicine woman, right? Knowing how to bring souls into this world and knowing how to escort souls out of this world. That's part of the gift of the medicine woman. There's also visionary ability with the medicine woman. So these gifts of seeing, the gifts of knowing, if I make this decision, it will lead to this. There's deep knowing, deep wisdom. This is like wise woman. These are the wise aunties. These are the wise grandmothers. These are the wise crones. This is a part of you. There's a lot of magic there. There is a lot of wisdom. Every single woman on this planet holds big medicine woman in her. It's just how much has she accessed that? How much space has she given her being to open to that? How much has she let go of the fear around opening to that? How much has she let go of the wounding that has come from past lives or from generational things? So we've all got big medicine woman gifts. Yours will be very different to mine, very different to the sister sitting next to you. They are all very, very, very different, but they're very big. Your wisdom will be different to the wisdom that pours through me. Our task when we are inviting the feminine to rise is to open the door to that wisdom. And then it's to allow it to come through us, to be expressed in the way it's wanting to express. So it's not always talking it. It's not always holding space for it or becoming a healer or becoming a psychic. It's not that. Get that crap out of your head. It's allowing it to express itself through you in your life in however it is that you're meant to express that and it might be just in the conversations that you have with your children that might be your highest expression of medicine woman it might be that until it changes because your kids are grown and then you're gonna have to express it some other way to me Medicine woman is rising in a big way right now. To me, we live in societies, most of us, not all of us, there's still witch burnings, right? There are still women getting killed for stepping into these gifts. But for me, a big part of the feminine rising is us all starting to allow these gifts to come through us. That, that is a big part of the feminine rising. And then it's us allowing the warrior to hold strong and protect and give us the stamina and the backbone to allow those gifts out into the world. It is those gifts coming out in the world that is going to change this planet, that is going to change the way that your babies grow up, that is going to change the whole of our society. It is these gifts. Part of it, not all of it, but a big part of it. This also can lock up a woman. So if you are feeling medicine woman, um, but have not been able to open or haven't found the space or haven't found a guide to help you to open to this aspect of self and it remains repressed, it can actually cause lots of icky illnesses in us. Oftentimes it can be of the mental realm. So a lot of times because it's such big magic and it's wanting to pour through, it's such big wisdom, but it's like, it's like this in us, right? And so we're like, how do I get it out, right? And it causes all sorts of neurological goofiness in our bodies, in our beings, and in our minds. So a lot of women who actually experience mental illness, it's simply repressed medicine woman. It's, re it's, it's the repression of the gifts. Sends you crazy 
because you're trying to keep them down. But you know what you know. You're a seer. You're a visionary. You're an oracle. You're a wise woman. You're a medicine. You're a healer. You know all of these things, but you're keeping it down. So I just want to kind of share that sort of shadow aspect. Ashley, sister, I'm so glad that you shared that. Um, So Ashley just shared the comment, why am I crying? This is part of the feminine. This is our bodies talking to us. So this is intuition talking to us. This is the soul starting to talk. So also if you look at, um, at traditions, some traditions, the feminine is the soul, right? You can look at the masculine as the spirit and the feminine as the soul. It is the soul, right? It is the soul that resides in us and it is the soul that is wanting to speak to us. It is the soul that tells us when we're out of alignment. It is the soul that's telling you, hey, there's some, there's, there's emotion here knocking on the door, right? Bring in the tears, bring in the chills, bring in the whatever. That's a lot of times the feminine knocking on the door saying, let me out. It's time. I'm ready. Um, that's intuition. Um, so Ashley, I just want to say, I see you. Um, and I'm just holding like huge love for those tears and huge love for anybody else who's having, um, who's having any sorts of physical experiences or emotional experiences or insights or it can be intense. It can be really intense. All right. We're only through three. I got to speed this up, don't I? We've got 10 minutes. We're only supposed to go 10 more minutes. Um, Dark goddess. Let's go into dark goddess. Hmm. Okay. Dark goddess is a bit of my specialty. Dark goddess is a bit of the rewilding specialty. So there's a couple that are like really specific, not specific, but really big for us in rewilding. They just so happen to be the ones that are most unaccepted in our society. So the ones that hold the most juice, the ones that hold the most power, the ones that hold the most potential, the ones that hold a whole hell of a lot of Shakti, and you can't really go to a whole lot of places to access them, open them, purify them, and awaken them. Um, For us in rewilding, it's really dark, dark goddess is one of those places. Um, you can feel medicine woman was too, as I'm talking about medicine. They're all, but for me, for my work in the world, it is to hold space where it's hard to find space to open the doors to energies that you can't really find places to open those doors to. One of them happens to be the face of the dark goddess. So within the dark goddess is It is divinization, it is purity, it is truth, it is intense, it is your shadow, it is your shit, it is everything that locks you up, that blocks you, that prevents you from stepping into your gifts, stepping into your magic, stepping into your allness. That's dark goddess. That is dark goddess. It is a territory that you only get to when you're ready to get to it. You only go there when you're ready. So there's a preparation that happens before you get to Dark Goddess. Otherwise, you will crumple, fall apart, and be a blubbering mess on the floor. Because what she's going to show you is she's going to show you your shadow. She's going to show you what you've got hidden. She's going to show you the deep rage that's buried down in your womb space because the eight times that you lost babies and you didn't properly fucking grieve or you didn't express that you were pissed off at God that God took your babies away. That's where the dark goddess is going to take you. And she takes you there from a place of love, of huge love. So she takes you there from a place of, I want to give you everything. You are so much more than this. I want to liberate you from the pain that's sitting in your womb. I want to release you from everything that is blocking your allness. That's the dark goddess. It's a liberation. It's an opening. It's a gifting. It's a, there is nothing too dense or too dark or too hidden for me to help you heal from or to help release you from. That's dark goddess. That's her. That's her gift. That's what's on offer when you start to work with the dark goddess. I don't really think I need to ask any questions about that one. You'll feel her. (laughs) And she'll find you. And if you're called to work with her, find a space to work with her. 
whatever that space is, right? It might be with me on retreat. It might be somewhere else that you feel called to work with the dark goddess or those aspects. Do it. Do it. It will change the whole of your life. Everything. Because it will release you from the things you never thought possible. It will liberate you from the things that you didn't even know were there. So you might be wondering, why can't I be in a relationship that I know is possible? Why can't I connect to another human being in a way that I know is there? Why can't I make love in these ways that I read about? She will show you why, and she'll liberate you from the reasons why. She'll remove all of those blocks. She'll remove everything that's stopping you from being all of you. All of it. There's no realm she can't traverse. There's no place that she's afraid to go to. No matter how dark, how shame-filled, how hidden, how buried, how hurtful, how rageful, how vengeful, how grief-filled, it doesn't matter. All of it. And she does it with love. She does it with love. It's big love. It's fierce love. It's demanding love. Really demanding because that's deep transformation and it's quick transformation. All right. That's dark goddess. So we've got lover and we've got mystic to talk about. So lover. Um, I don't think we need to talk too much about lover. Here's the aspects of lover that I do want to talk about. When you start to work with the lover... What's on offer here is the opening, the awakening, the purification of sexuality. It is changing everything that you know about sex, everything that you've been taught about sex, everything that you've seen about sex. It also changes everything you thought about your body. So when you start to work with the lover, what shifts there is a love for the body, a deep respect for the body, an understanding of what pleasure is, an opening of those feminine abilities to feel the way that we feel, an opening to ecstasy and bliss. And so when you start to work with the lover, what she ends up doing is she ends up waking up your whole system your whole body becomes alive, the whole thing, so that your thumb can be an erogenous zone. It can be the most pleasurable place on the planet because the whole of you is capable of making love. Every cell in your body is capable of opening, of receiving, of loving, of connecting, of coming into union with. That's part of the gift of the lover is understanding union with the masculine. Within self, with other, can be a man or a woman, I don't give a shit, with God. So when you start to work at the heights of the lover, you start to get into sacred sexuality. You start to get into tantric union with the divine, with light, with love. That is a whole different way to orgasm. That is a whole different way to be in the world. So when you're out in the world and you can be open and you can feel everything, And in this open place, it's alive. Like you're alive. The wind makes love to you. The sun on your face is making love to you. You're alive. Like alive, you're exuding radiance. You're exuding love. You're exuding life force. It's just rolling through you. It's pouring out of you on a really tangible level. What does that mean? That means the change in all of your relationships. That means the change in lovemaking. That means the change in the way you kiss somebody. That means the change in the way you breathe. It means the change in the way that your body looks. Your body will physically shift when you open to this. Physically, the whole thing will shift. It's healing. It's enlivening. It will make you look younger. I'm not just saying this to say, like, it's a really good idea to go do the feminine because you're going to look younger. But it's what happens. Like, it's... 
it's unavoidable because you now have access to creative life force energy. And when that starts to roll through your system, your hair changes, your skin changes, everything about you changes. So it's your relationships, it's, it's your health, your organs, it's your creativity, right? Your creativity changes. We all know that sex is linked to creativity. When this is open in us, you are creative beyond creative. It's not a creative in like you can paint pictures. It's way bigger than that. All right, so that's the lover. The mystic. I've not spoken about the mystic. This is the first time speaking about the mystic. This is exciting and it's live, so I can't really, can't really pause it or edit it or start over. All right, so we're just gonna feel. All right. <sighs> to me, the mystic is a height. It is, it is this pure divine love. It is far beyond our everyday mental stuff, everyday physical world, things we get caught up, traps we get caught up in, dramas we get stuck in, um, body patterns, mental patterns, emotional patterns. It's beyond that. So what the mystic does when you start to open to the face of the mystic is she takes you up. She takes you up. She takes you to the heights of your being. She shows you, I wanna say the words ultimate reality. So even when I get to these heights, it's hard to translate because she takes you into a realm and a space that is so pure, it is so light, it is so love, it is mystical, it is transcendent, it is... But here's the interesting thing with the mystics. In the transcendence of it, in the connection to spirit, in the connection to the divine, in that connection and at those heights, the mystic as the feminine still wants to bring it through. So the mystic wants to bring it in. She doesn't want to just stay there and hang out in love and light and bliss and joy, which is amazing and beautiful. And there's such I can't, I don't even have words for it. But what she wants to do is she wants to bring it in. And she wants to bring it in through the heart. And she wants to bring that divinity in to the world. She wants to love from that way. She wants to gift others from that way. She wants to serve from that light, that love, those heights. She wants to gift the world. And so how she gifts the world is very unique to her. But it's basically, as the feminine and as Shakti, we've got this ability, and you'll see this in practices that I do if you've been on retreat with me or in workshops, you'll see one of the big practices we do is we invite Shakti up through our bodies, right? Shakti is that, that coiled energy, that feminine energy that rolls up. We invite her up and what she does is she invites the divine masculine down. That's that grace. That's that love. So she invites that down. That is consciousness itself. So she invites the whole of consciousness down. This is her job. This is what she's wanting to do. So when she's making love with the divine masculine and she's making love with consciousness, what she's doing is she's bringing it into her being. She's bringing it into her body. She's bringing it into this world. That's the feminine. That's the divine feminine. That's what she wants. It's that. All of the other stuff, 
to me, all of the purifying, all of the healing of the wounds, all of that stuff, that is so that we can be channels for pure love, pure light, pure grace, pure gifts. That's what it's about. That's the divinization of self. That's this conscious evolution. That's this path is every time I puke out a past wounding that a dark goddess has taken me to and allowed me to release and has liberated me from, I can now hold that much more love and light, right? Because I'm not holding on to this dense ball of lower vibratory energy in my womb space. I am now freer to express who I ultimately am, who I authentically am, which is all of it. We're not transcending life. We're not leaving life. We're not getting out of here. We're just inviting that in and then expressing from there, right? That's it. That's, that's it. Um, we did it. We've got five minutes. <laughs> we did it. We did it. So those are the six faces. Um, if you've got questions, um, put three question marks, um, and then I can answer a couple of questions. We might go a little bit over. Let's go for 10 minutes. Um, those are the six faces of the feminine that we open up to within rewilding. So for those of you coming on retreat in October, those are the six faces we're opening to. So we will open the door to all of them over the four days. So for those of you who are like, where do I go to do this? Where's the space for this? Get your bum in a rewilding workshop or a retreat or start to do some of this stuff online. We're holding the spaces for it. Those are the doors we're opening. That's my life's work. That's what this team rewilding works our asses off for around the clock to do, is to bring the feminine in, is to open these doors and hold these spaces, to bring all six of those faces in. Um, yeah, that's all I can say about that. Um, other than I love you all. <laughs> I'm really in love with all of you and I'm so grateful that we get to do this together. Even this, um, even this, being in this space, which is like one one thousandth of what we're capable of as women. I think our video just froze. Well, at least mine did. Well, maybe now we're not frozen. <laughs> I love this live. I don't know if I see any questions. Oh, I love that. I have so much unexpected clarity now. Oh, Ashley, that makes me so happy. I'm just gonna scroll through and see if there are any questions. Oh, here's one. Um, how do I work with the warrior archetypes? I feel a deep need to heal the throat chakra. Suda, I'm not gonna go into specific practices. Um, on how to do that, that's like a, a setting up of things and a holding that space and a properly taking us into those archetypes, but really simply work with the archetypal energies of the warrior. Um, and to me, also throat chakra. Um, if you're specifically feeling throat chakra, it can be a lot of other aspects. So some women, it's from medicine woman. Some women have throat chakra stuff because they've been hung or their tongues were cut out. Um, or that's the energetics that they're carrying around stepping into their medicine woman. And they actually can't speak their truth until they clear that block. Or their throats are really, really sore because there's things to to clear. So to me, um, Suda, I might be wrong about this, but this is just my feeling is that it's not actually you working with the archetype of the warrior. It's actually some sort of a deeper purification that's being asked, some sort of a block um, that's asking to be removed. And that comes through. So how we work with it is it will come through one of the practices or one of the archetypes that we work with. Shock will take you there. 
So Shakti will always take you to the perfect place that you're meant to go. So this is another thing for us to understand when we work with the feminine, we don't get to drive the ship. Our left brain does not get to decide. Today, I want to heal my left toe. We, we don't get to pick that. She picks it. We can hold an intention. Sometimes our minds can get aligned with where it is that she's asking to go. But this is body wisdom, so this is really, really deep. So the best thing that I can say is to just start doing some of these practices, some of these feminine awakening practices. Work with all of the archetypes. Work with all of the faces. If you're called to this path, not all of us are called to this path. Not everybody has an interest in working with the feminine way of opening and awakening. Not everybody's called to bring Shakti through. But if you are called to bring Shakti through, or not even bring through, but you're just called to work, or that path sings to you, or the feminine, or you hear feminine rising and you get excited, or you get tears when we're talking about the medicine woman, you're called. You've got a calling. Um, and so the best thing I can say is start to work with them all. You'll feel who you might be pulled to. Like you might hear Lilith and just go, your whole system goes, oh shit, there's a strong reaction, right? So sometimes intuitively you'll know. And so it's that following of the breadcrumb trail. Everything I say all of the time, the breadcrumb trail. What are you being pulled to next? What are you being called to next? And, and Suda, that's the best thing that I can say is, Beautiful, hold that intention of healing the throat chakra. Love that. And then you allow her to show up how she's gonna show up for you. It might be a book falling off of a shelf. It might be getting, who knows, you might go into a sound healing person and they, they may help you sounding and you're sounding and they're sounding and then that clears the block in your throat chakra. Um, so it's that following and it's that holding that strong intention. So I talked about this in the last um, episode, I think it was as long as we hold that intention, it's like we shift the radar to that every day of I'm on a path to awaken. I'm on a path to open up to my fullness. I'm on a path to explore this. I'm on a path to find happiness. It could be simple as that. I'm on a path to find joy. I'm on a path to have better sex. I'm on a path to understand whatever it is. And then you shift the radar there every day. So then that's what you're holding your intention to. And then those things fall in right? Those things, they fall into your life. The right practice comes along. The right Facebook post comes along. The right rewilding workshop comes along. Whatever it is, the right thing comes along. And then it opens. It heals. It releases. It awakens. So there's a divine timing to it all. Um, I just want to see, maybe we'll do one more question. All of you are asking me the questions, where do I start? How do I even answer that? Um, I just did, I think. Just, you gotta keep feeling. Um, yeah, we'll, and, and we'll do more um, at some point. Right now it's, we'll, we'll have more offerings. So for us, we're putting together an online workshop for all six faces. Right now we have the mother um, available on our website, but at some point we will have an online workshop available for all six faces. And so when you do feel the call, uh, I just did Medicine Woman. So we've got that film that's not up yet. It will be soon. Well, at some point when we get there, we've got retreats to run first. Um, but that's a way. Um, so there's a couple of different ways, at least with us in rewilding. So it's live events, retreats are your biggest um, way to get into all of them really quickly, really deeply. Um, and then the online offerings, our next level will open up inner circle in a couple of months or a couple of weeks. Just depends. That's a way to journey um, with me through all of the archetypes, through all of the faces. Um, in a very consistent monthly way or weekly, actually. Um, so we will have other offerings, um, but outside of that, it's really f trust 
and feel. Um, I mean, not even outside of that, even when it comes to rewilding offerings, trust and feel, trust and feel, trust and feel, trust and feel. Am I called to that? Am I called to that? And when you are, do it despite the fear. So this is another thing to share is oftentimes we are called to something, but then we sabotage it because what it's going to do, especially when working with the feminine, is it's going to force you to look at some of the big emotions. It's going to force you to look at things that aren't comfortable or aren't always pleasant because that's what's going to free you. That's what's going to liberate you. That's sometimes where we have to go in order to open the warrior. We have to go in order to open up the mystic. Right? They don't. They open when they open, and they open naturally and organically and beautifully when you start to do some of this stuff. But just also be aware that it requires emotional purging. It requires letting go of all of the things that are blocking. Um, so, so just know when you get the feel, trust it and act on it. Don't get the feel and then sabotage it or talk yourself out of it. That's something that we do so, so, so often. It changes when you get further on down the path because you just trust the feminine intuition. You trust the feminine knowings and that all just shifts beautifully and naturally. So you get a feeling and it like, there's women that I work with in rewilding have been doing this for a good long time and they just get the feeling as off the wall, as wild, as crazy as it might be. They don't care. They're like, I have to go to India next week. And you're like, what? You're going to think that through? No, I don't need to. And you live from that place. So it's the same. It's, 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 uh, it's, a, it's just a trusting. You start to trust in that wisdom in that wisdom that comes from a different place, wisdom that comes from a different knowing women who run with the wolves. For those of you who are just starting out on this path, that's a good resource. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, she talks about the archetypes. She talks about the wild woman. And for her, within the wild woman would sit all six of those faces. So that's how she would talk about it. And she does talk about the wild woman in that way. She's like, to me, it was the archetype that holds all the aspects of the feminine. So it holds, like, I'm talking about the six faces. And by the way, that's just our framework and our way of talking about it. You could do three faces. You could do ten faces. You could do whatever. It's just what gives us reference points and gives us a way and gives us access points and doorways in to different parts of the feminine. Um, it's really legitimately unlimited. Um, so I can kind of recommend that book. Um, I can recommend Sally Kempton's Awakening Shakti book. Um, that's got a lot of Shakti juice in it, a lot of practices around awakening to the feminine. So those are some other um, things that I'm oftentimes recommending to women as different places to go. All right, I am going to let you all go. I have loved this. Thank you for being here and going into the six faces. And um, I'll see you next week. We've got retreat this weekend. So who knows um, what state I'll be in on Wednesday of next week. It's been beautiful. And I'm so grateful um, for all of you who are doing this work. So the note that I'd love to end on is to just say, I am so grateful to every one of you who is saying yes to opening these doors to your allness, to your fullness, because it is changing the whole of humanity um, in a huge way, in a really huge way. And so a lot of times people don't see that in our worlds. Our families might not, or our communities might not, but... Um, I see you and I see what you're doing. Just being here and having this conversation uh, is, is in a way doing the work. So from my heart to yours, I see you and I thank you and I'm grateful. And I will hopefully see you some more next week or the week after or whenever I see you next. All right. Huge love to you.